This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, the Friday night preview show. Yes, it is in fact Friday. I am in fact and indeed Stamford Chidge. And uh, I have with me, as ever, the Duke of Kid. Duke of what, Chidge? Kid. Oh, thank you. Duke of Kid. Oh, nice. Thank you. I haven't been, you haven't called me that for ages. Well, I, I, I always try and think of something different to say to you every You do. Every I, I, I love the uh, the versatility of your vocabulary. Well, indeed, particularly when I swear. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. I'm fearless, fearless fluent swearing. in two languages, English and swimming. Um, I know what I wanted to ask you before we get into this here show. I was listening to Hawksby and Jacobs this afternoon, and they had Martin Kellner on. Oh, yes. And yes. I, I wasn't really tuning in to what they were saying until they said, Oh, and he does a Chelsea podcast, at which point my ears pricked up, and his name is Jonathan Kidd. But what, what was he talking about? You're on his show, mate, this weekend. Oh, well, um, are you talking about me? How sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did, a, I did an interview with him. At the end of it, he said, um, he said, uh, oh, it's 12 minutes over. I went, oh, you can get your knife out, can't you? Get your scissors out, can't you? And order it into something. He said you'd have thought that you'd be much more... Um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, much, much more concise, given that you do lots of voiceovers that allow you to do everything in 24 seconds. I said, well, possibly, but probably because I, I do a lot of work on my own. Possibly I don't get out enough. And so when I <laughs> chat to you, Martin, when I chat to you, Martin, perhaps it's an opportunity to express myself. I said, being a fan of of of, of yours as I am, I said. But how nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame he didn't say he does the Chelsea fan cast, though, isn't it, really? It'd be nice rather than he does a Chelsea podcast. You yeah, know. but he, he wouldn't know, would he? Um, well, but... I told him. I told him. I told him. I said. Did you? I said. I said I'd do the fan cast. We talked about, um, we talked about the Monday game. All right. When's it on? Yeah. Do you know? Is it going out tonight? I don't know. Would it be? What, I don't know what time Martin's on. I, I think it know. will be. Yeah, he's the like graveyard slot. So it's like one o'clock. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, on, I'm on tonight. I'm on the sports bar tonight. 
Oh yeah. Yes. Have you pre-recorded it, or are you going on later? Um, I don't want to destroy the magic of radio, but I'm doing a pre-record. <laughs> uh, but so I don't know what time it's going out. So listen in, folks, if you want to hear a double bill of J.K. and Chidge talking wank on the Talksport radio complete, program. Complete wank, so complete bollocks. Oh, now yeah, enough, yeah. enough about our massive, massive egos, J.K. We have a guest who uh, so he, he, he's one of the loveliest and most humble people I know, so I know he doesn't have a massive ego. So who have we got he's always got He's always got a very good hairstyle. That's always. What I like about, Never about fails, it. mate. Never fails. Very washed. Yeah. You just had a zhush. Have you you've had a zhush? Had a shower, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. <laughs> you can tell everybody from those dulcet tones. It is, of course, the, the excellent, informed, and uh, um, what other word can I use? Uh, voluble, vociferous, um, other words. Handsome. With vo- Handsome. Um, handsome, 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 handsome. Yeah, um, Dane Whittle. Yes, yes, Dane Whittle. Yes. How are you, mate? Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you. Yes, yeah, it's, it's good to be back after, as you said on the last show, I cried off <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite late. And uh, yeah, it's uh, be back doing the uh, women's podcast. Went to Moking's Meadow with Dean again, so that's back in full flow. So yeah, busy, busy, which I like. Keeps me ticking over. Good. Yeah. Uh, Dean, we, we had Dean on last week and he seems in good form and he seems like he's got his mojo back for the podcast, which I'm delighted to see. Yeah, he has. Yeah. You can just tell by his uh, his personality and the way he's, he's texting messages. Yeah, he's definitely got a, a spring in his step again. Uh, good man. Right. I'm looking forward to tonight, uh, not least because I am still absolutely buzzing from uh, from Monday night meeting Bell Silver. Uh, oh yeah, and there was a game, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, of course. I was still, yeah, no, I'm I'm buzzing. Monday night was just spectacular. I mean, I I left that thinking this is a match that will be talked about in twenty, thirty years, like we talk about some of the matches from the seventies and the eighties, which I you know, and I have this terrible habit of missing those iconic, memorable matches. So I'm just like so delighted. I I walked out knowing that I had been to an iconic match that will be remembered forever. So. I'm really still pumped for that. Um, as, I, as I expressed it, a famous victory. A famous victory by the famous CFC. Uh, right, so, JK. Sort of everybody's faces leaving was It was, not it? <clears throat> part of the whole evening. I won't forget that either. Not It's not just the game, not just everything that went on. The joy from everybody. Because we've had a lot of shit the last couple of years, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, I know. And it was that, joyful. That was really, that was something, you know. Right, we need. I need your brain. I need your brain and your observational skills and your intellect and your opinion, because uh, I didn't see the presser today. Neither did I. Okay, we'll just make it up then. Yeah. Actually, I'm lying. I did see a bit of it. Did you see it, Dane? No, no, no. no right. neither did I. I mean, to be really honest, I mean, I don't know what you lot think, but it. I, I do watch them when I can, and I, I got back from work uh, at lunchtime just in time to. Uh, to see it, but I, I fear I missed the beginning bit. Um, but I just, I watched it and I just thought, fuck me. The questions these journalists ask are just so completely inane. I mean, basically they would they, they spent the first 10 minutes of it getting potched to blow smoke up Pep's arse. You know, it was all about Man City this, Man City that. Man- Why didn't you go and ask Pep Guardiola, you fuckwits? Talk about Chelsea. Um you know, and, and, and did they I, talk about Monday, Chich? Did they? Yeah, talk about they Monday? did. The Moose talked about VAR, and and because Moose is a complete spanner, uh, Poch didn't really <laughs> understand what he was talking about. Because I think I think Poch speaks better English than uh, than uh, the Moose, to be frank. Um, 
so that it was just really i mean and this is the thing i think this is this is i I just don't really find them very watchable anymore but there we go um i mean the main thing my my dear brethren is that uh uh we seem to have a i mean apart from the obvious longer term injuries everybody who played on monday seems fit and available for selection from what he was saying um which is good because there there were concerns about enzo uh jk because he did take a he had an ice pack didn't he on his big, on his shin kick, didn't yeah. He? yeah yeah yes there was a big close-up of i think he had ice on both it both his thigh and his ankle but but, but fair enough because he really played out of his skin on monday and was really impressed um you can't you can't deny that there is a huge amount of effort in this team which is something we didn't get at all last year and it's something that um, warms the cockles of my heart because um they uh, they really have a go, and uh, some of them may be deficient from a skill point of view, um, but also the fact that uh, Colwell was really up for it was was brilliant. It's so nice to have people. You know, he was on the verge of a of a, a red card, but nonetheless, the fact that he's standing up for these in these situations is um, is once again hugely enjoyable and and lovely to observe that we are getting a a really fighting spirit. I mean, I'm I the fact at the very end when they all came across to salute us they were all embracing it goes to show what a terrific spirit there is which i think i'm very pleased that they've established in the side because um uh it's a completely new team i am amused by watching the team that beat them three nil when was it only two seasons ago and it was um was it three seasons ago three seasons was no, it last three year, last season potter last season last potter yeah my mind up, is gone yeah. yeah yeah with um the brilliant headed goal from silver and um, and the deflection for, that Kante had um, for the, the goal, and then I, I can't remember who scored the third one. I think it was just a right. Was right, right for, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, mate, right that would, no, you're Rudiger. right. I'm so sorry, J.K. Lamp season. Yeah, yeah, lamp season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought Rudiger. when you, I thought you meant when they beat us three, which was last. No, last no, no. Season. When we beat them three, not no. And it, you look at it, and uh, it's Silver's the only player in the side left. Yeah, I mean, that is an enormous turnaround, isn't it? An enormous, particularly so many of them were. Major well, and, and Reese and Reese was Reese playing at the game? Yes, he was. You're right too. So there were nine out of the eleven, but um, not but Reese at the moment still isn't back to full full fitness. He, he did all right there. on Monday, though. He, he did, did all right on Monday. He did much better on Monday than we'd been. We were worried about him. Very worried about we him. Um, um, but no, no. He, he, I thought I was very impressed actually. Good. Yeah. I mean, one of one of the other things that uh, I mean, obviously, whenever they talk about the injuries, they talk about the. Uh, the long-term injuries of which there seems to be little change. Although he was quite interesting talking about Nkunku, uh, Dane, uh, whose return, it seems, is imminent. I think they're targeting the Newcastle away game after the international break. For his, Well, he will be available. Whether he gets picked or not is, is a moot point. Um, which kind of got me thinking, you know, given that by and large... Uh, you know we've got a settled defence. I mean, there's a there's a case to be made for switching uh, uh, Dizazi out for Badashiel. Uh We've got an absolutely humdinging settled midfield, which is I think working beautifully. And in a sense, we've kind of you know I would say beginning to see the signs of a settled forward line. You know, I mean Mudrick. You know, I think I think below. I mean, you know, I, th- I think the best the best three at the moment are Palmer, Sterling, and if you want to play a striker, then Jackson. So where where does Unkunku come in, and whom to whom does he come in for, Dane? Well, he can either come in as a striker, 
or or on the left you know it's 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 up to him to uh to earn that that, that position in the team and it's up for the players to keep him out uh you know mudrick you mentioned was starting to look really good and he had a bit of a setback with his uh with his injury and he came on against spurs and looked a little bit jaded and a little bit lost again uh but i'm excited by Unkunku. uh like Lavia as well. This is potentially like over a hundred million worth of uh, signings that are to come into this team. It's only going to make us stronger. And as you say, with the uh, with the defense being settled and the mid midfield, it's exciting. It's actually because you know with with Jackson, he has looked a little bit complacent. You know, uh, livened up when Broyer was fit, but now Broyer's injured again. He he's he's a conundrum. But again, he's so young, isn't he? Uh, he couldn't do any more on 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 Monday night. It's uh, got a hat trick. As the most in the Guardian, was the most uncertain hat trick that he'd ever seen in his life. The, uh, the the correspondent by 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 journalists who've never actually scored a hat trick in their lives, probably in any sort of <laughs> uh, any any I mean, uh, state I mean, of that, football. That, that's actually bollocks because I mean the only one that was slightly uncertain was his hat trick goal where. You know, he basically fooled the goalkeeper because he didn't control the ball, which enabled him to go round him. But the other yeah. two, he, as Jonathan would say on the fan bite, he backed both of them in with, with full effect. He hasn't had a chance to, to be bedded in. Uh, this is a young player, you know, from, 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 he's played, a, you know, the last 18 months in Spain, I believe it was. And he only had a really good spell of about two or three months, which is clearly what uh, Bournemouth, I think, was looking to buy potential. But he hadn't had that spell yet, which we then went into it, went in for him for. So again, it would have been good if you know you look at the transfers. You, you makes you wonder in the summer if they had uh, Nkunku as the as the main forward with with Jackson and Broyer as potential the backups. Because why else would you go take such a risk with that? But yeah, I'm really excited by Nkunku. I think eventually he will get in there, and it will be either or striker, left, right, or or the number ten. He may have to change the pattern, of course, if they go by how they played in pre season, because. Um, playing with a Jackson and Nkunku was a, a very different kettle of fish. It just meant you didn't have a left-sided player because he they were he played on the left and Jackson was in the middle. It'd be interesting to see what permutation he creates with Nkunku's return. Um, he also started up front, didn't he, in pre-season as well? Yeah, and Jackson was yeah. on the bench quite a lot yeah. uh, until he actually got in. Yeah, but they, they linked up really well. I know, again, it's pre-season, you can get carried away, but Jackson seems to... Uh, even at the beginning of the season with Carney, he seems to link up well when he's got a, like a, a number 10 there who's, who's who's pushing up with him. He can play some really good one-twos and we haven't really seen that a lot with uh, since they've been out. I mean, a lot of people seem to think, um, <clears throat> I mean, you know, whichever way you swing it, really. Uh, I mean, you know, you can't really drop Palmer at the moment. You can't really no. drop Sterling, actually, if he's doing okay at the moment. Uh, you could go four four two if you wanted to pair him up with uh, with Jackson, as you said. Um, I mean, you know, if he, if he if he if he if he plays up as, as if he plays effectively as the striker, then you just drop Jackson, don't you? But if if he does want a partner uh, Jackson, then somebody's got to go, and I would imagine they might well. I mean, you know, maybe Sterling, but I can't. I don't see it. Or they go four four two, which I would imagine would leave possibly well. You know, apart from there wouldn't be too much width unless the fullbacks actually really do genuinely overlap. I wonder if it makes Gallagher vulnerable. You know, I mean, I, I still worry about Connor, and, and more to the point, I worry about what the club 
might be thinking about because you know apart from the fact we love him because he's you know he's a homegrown talent and all the rest of it and and he does what a lot of us have, who've been for a long time appreciate you know he puts a shift in he's actually statistically our best player this season he's got more more chances created and, and assists and that thing oh he's got you know just i had a look at some of the stats and they all they all look very good and he's top of our charts so i think it'd be criminal to sell him jk well connor yeah, yeah. Um, oh, madness madness but I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the, the transfer window? They might... <laughs> you hope they would consult Poch, wouldn't you, really? Because I think the three of them are, are, are coming up with something really good. Um, Casido had a terrific game. He's, he's a, He intercepts the ball so well um, and lays it off so well. He's, he is what they required as a kind of uh, Kante replacement for me. I think he's, he's still not near what Kante used to do, but nonetheless, or even Makaleli, but he's still... He's on the verge of getting there. I'm very impressed. Um, he started off slowly, but he's just got better and better. And similarly with Fernandez, who I think is, uh, I keep saying, is so keen to get stuck in. It's great. Really, really terrific. Forgive me, I'm just about to cough. But um, I'm just, before before you come in, I'll just say, um, yeah, I think I think it would be foolish, but you never know what the club has in line, do we? Because he's the one, he's homegrown, so... They'd get a huge fee for him. I, I don't think that's going to happen, though, Chinch. Yeah, I just, I, I believe, like, a certain element of, uh, quite high popular, of the element of the, the Chelsea uh, social media are sort of pointing that Gallagher and Sterling could be the ones to fall out. But then you need to remember that it is a squad game nowadays, isn't it? It's very cliche, but you look at all the top clubs, they've got such competition on the bench. And if you think at the moment, if uh, Gallagher, Enzo or Casado are struggling for form or injuries or whatever, who's coming on? You've got Leslie, who's, again, quite young, trying to find his way. Carney's out injured. And even the forward line, you know, apart from the three who who, who are starting at the moment, Mudrick has been a bit hit and miss. Broyer has been out injured. So you need competition. You need people to push each other. And it's just, we keep Gallagher, we keep Sterling, and they can all, you know... Better players make better players play better. If that, well, simple as that. Sterling has to be praised because I think Sterling yeah. has actually upped his game because we were we were really down on him. Can up it even more if he sees yeah. him kun training and on the bench running to come on. They they have to step up otherwise it's football. Yeah. football. Yeah. You'll be out and he'll come in and it's absolutely yeah. right. But he was very very keen on on commenting in the in the press conference, wasn't he? Um, uh, Poch on uh, on how good how well Cole Palmer was playing and how interesting it'll be to see him playing against his. Uh, former teammates yeah 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 it will and he didn't he didn't get a call up for england uh which has ruffled a few people's feathers whereas sterling didn't either interestingly enough uh connor did and um uh, well reese reese didn't uh uh reese didn't uh i think he was called up but he's refused to go because he's, he's he's still saying he needs he needs rest in between matches and things which i'm i have to say i'm, I'm delighted that reese has not gone uh, up to the or is not going to the England squad after this game because you, you we all know that if he went he would get injured it would just be sod's law wouldn't it Dane yeah yeah it would be and and I don't know you know I, I haven't read much over on Twitter sorry x nowadays uh and I don't know if that went down badly or I just you know briefly saw it uh a, a highlight that said but his uh is his place in the squad for the up and coming European Championships could be in jeopardy because he's obviously turned down playing that thing. I don't know how true that is, but absolutely he's uh we need to protect him at the moment. You know, he's still so young. 
and he's our, our captain and one of our most important players when he's when he's playing and on form. Uh, so Cole Palmer was a surprise as well. But no, if hopefully there's it's got to be it's just got to be a bit of bullshit. And Southgate can clearly see how important he would be for England and how important he is for us, and it's how sensible it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, I'm going to read this out because I forgot to do it at the beginning, and then we're going to have a quick break, and then we're going to have our opposition view. So, uh, as ever, don't forget you can listen to the show live. Every Monday and Friday at 7.30pm, there or thereabouts, uh, by going to Mixler, which is chelsea-fancast.mixler.com, where, of course, you can join in all the chat by posting on the live chat page. There's loads of lovely people in there this evening, as there always is, which is uh, warms the cockles of an old man's heart. Uh, Yes, you can also follow us on all the socials, at Chelsea Fancast, and... uh, of course, listen and subscribe on ACAR, Spotify, Apple and all good podcast platforms and make sure you leave us a glowing five-star review. And uh, if you want to do a bit more than that, um, then you could also become a Chelsea Fancast patron, which uh, is uh, a lovely thing whereby you bung us money for free uh, every month. I mean, I, I don't understand the sense in it myself, but uh, many people do. Uh, but no, I mean, if, if you appreciate what we do, it's just a, like, like a little way to say thank you and also be more part of the more part of the gang really i suppose um at which point of course if you do do that and i mean basically you go to patreon.com forward slash chelsea fancast um if you do um you immediately uh if you want to uh, can join our discord group which is basically like mixler the mixler chat room 24 7 with again absolutely lovely people in there really good people know their chelsea and uh, are much more respective respectful and well behaved than everybody is on x uh, the other thing, if you want one, I, I will also eventually send you a Kerry Dixon banner, a little kind of mini replica of the one that hangs in the Matthew Harding end. So there we go. You know what to do. Uh, we will be back in a minute. When you follow a big team like Chelsea, one of the most frustrating things is not being able to get a ticket for the match, especially when it's away and not live on TV in the UK. What can you do? Get updates from your mates? Follow online commentary? Listen to the radio? Let's face it, it's not the same as actually watching the match live, is it? NordVPN have the solution to every football supporter's match day problems when they can't watch the match live. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. It's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy. And you're listening to Chidge and the boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters 
and proper chels. Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast, the Friday night preview show with me, Stanford Chidge, him down there, Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Hello. And the ever so lovely uh, Dane Whittle. Hello. And uh, of course, it is now time for this. The Opposition View. That's right. Uh, the Opposition View, which we all love doing. And uh, I'm delighted to say that this week, because of course we're playing Man City, who knew? which means we have a great excuse to welcome back one of our favourite opposition views, the, the lovely David Walker from redbutneverred.com. Lovely to see you again. And you, gentlemen. How have you been? Uh, taking the rough for the very rough, picking up the odd treble and hoping to win. <laughs> hoping to <laughs> He win starts already. He's up already. <laughs> Mate, why did not? You go, we would... Did you go during the week? Yes, Yes, it was a very strange Tuesday evening watching young boys. I thought my uh, my reputation might be damaged by that statement, but there you go. <laughs> you could, yeah. How did you how did you uh, phrase that normally? YBs or even that's a bit rubbish. Isn't well, it? I don't know if you're allowed to broadcast this, but when we beat them in Switzerland three one, the commentary team actually gave a uh, an explanation why young boys are called young boys. But apparently, the predecessor team was called up. Boys, but I don't think it's as simple as that. I think it's a bit more sinister. Well, do, do they not play at the Wanktoff Stadium as well? <laughs> it's a question of uh, it's a question of pronunciation, but they certainly do. Yeah, it's quite it's quite wrong. It's got it's quite wrong on many levels. Um, David, we haven't seen you for a while, uh, which is a shame. But uh, are, are you are you happy with City season so far? I mean, you know, they had their kind of traditional little mini wobble, didn't they? Lost a couple of games, and now they've just gone on this five game uh run win if you see what i mean uh so they, yeah. look, they look to be back in back in full kind of city mega mode well i don't i haven't looked at the stats but we're normally quite slow starters mm. so to actually be top of the table now is probably better than what we normally do yeah. i mean we're one of these teams who when we've obviously won titles we've tended to go on a run just after the new year february time uh the fact we're doing it without kevin de bruyne uh, we're not rushing him back because we can't rush him back this time. He has to come back fully fit. But if he were to come back, as we believe, early New Year, you know, forget the January transfer window. If he's coming back fully fit, that that is the best signing ever in a January. Who, who would you drop? I watched it during the week. I thought they were fabulous. It, it's it's such a complete performance. All of them are. Uh, everybody seems to come in just fits in the jigsaw. You know, you got I can't think he's not very good. You just think, oh, he's yeah. as good as the, he's a reserve <laughs> and he's coming in. He's fantastic. I mean, I, you know, I'm 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 so impressed. You know, I, I'm you know I'm not trying to blow smoke up the proverbial area. I don't know why I want to do that. I'm just I'm just watching them as a football fan. You know, yeah. and they're fantastic. And if, the awful thing is, it's how we wanted Chelsea to be and how Chelsea should have been had there not been some mismanagement down the down the way. But and yeah. also they they didn't they managed not to appoint Pep, which they should have done because that was the aim was to appoint Pep. In which case, I think the roles might be slightly reversed. But I'm yeah, so sure. impressed. You know, Harland is just a a magnificent creature of of <laughs> mechanics and and uh, focal point for the team. And everybody else is just they're so just so beautiful. I'm a great fan of Grealish. I think Grealish is a great player. He doesn't even get in the side most of the time. I'm I'm. You know, I, I get bemused by his selections, well, and you think, it's yeah, an, but it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment of riches, isn't it? And I, I was going to going to yeah, say to David, yeah. I mean, you know, 
De Bruyne is one of the best midfield players in the world, one of the best players in the Premier League. And you don't seem to have been hampered by his absence at all, or, or have you? And if not, why not? I think the Kevin De Bruyne, a fully fit Kevin De Bruyne, gets in Manchester City's team no matter what. You know, totally out of the question that he'd be left out, as long as he's fully fit. But he's getting older, he has got that fragility in his hamstring, and he played through back end of last season when he really shouldn't have done, but he helped us get over the line with those three trophies. Um We've managed to cope without Kevin before because, as Jonathan said, we've got this glut of, you know, talent. But in terms of does Kevin get into the team or not, it really is horses for courses with Pep. You know, he picks the best team to win a particular game. That might mean Grealish is out. It might mean Docker is in. It might mean Foden's out. We have got that plethora of riches to call upon. Um, but in terms of Grealish, uh, Jonathan, he is... He's a City favourite now, fans' favourite. He had a tough first season. Yeah. But, but a lot of players do at City because I can't imagine there's a more demanding manager than Pep Guardiola. Yeah, it makes great sense. And I, I think um, Kovacic is supposed to have said, isn't he, that he didn't realise what football was like until he uh, met Pep, managed by Pep. It was a whole different world. And he thought he well, was getting quite well, you know. I mean, Kovacic is, without undermining his talents, he's going to be more of a water carrier in the City team, but he fit, he's fitted in almost seamlessly. I think he said when Gundogan went out, because we would have liked to keep Gundogan, Kovacic said, I can do most things, but I wished I had Gundogan's uh, ability to sort of go ghost into the area at the appropriate time to be on the end of the you know the ball to score and goals. of course shoot, shoot straight there's another thing that he could get from Bologna. we wish he had that as well we wish he had that as well <laughs> yeah but no from our perspective he's fitted in very well obviously you know incredibly experienced player four champions leagues um and he he's, he's good he's a good um midfield conduit you know to get it to the guys who can do the damage keep it away from the danger areas so at 25 mil hopefully rising to 30 mil because that will mean we're winning things if we're giving all the add-ons um yeah he looks at he looks a great signing for us good stuff yeah i i, I was going to ask you how he's doing I'm, i mean i know he's picked up a few yellow cards which is something we remember with affection as well um <laughs> right now i've been desperate to talk to you about this as you know because we had a little chat beforehand didn't we but um yeah. why why did city let Cole Palmer go I mean he's been absolutely superb for us and to, you know he's what 21 he's been arguably our best player I mean he's been absolutely superb why did the you best, let him go he's the best transfer that, out of all that lot. yeah really, easily easily, easily. Yeah. right how long have you got with Cole Palmer long as you want David yeah, okay. yeah. right we at City I think we all thought he was going to be the best academy graduate after Phil Foden Bags of talent, and we thought he was earmarked as the possible successor for Riyad Mahrez when he moved on. And of course, Mahrez went to Saudi this summer, so it made sense. Um, Cole made some impressive cameos in 21-22, but he picked up a bad injury in the FA Cup at Swindon, which basically impacted the rest of his 21-22 season. Now, for whatever reason, in 22-23... He didn't truly kick on in the way that I think the coaches and Pep had envisaged. He obviously, you know, picked up a sack full of medals. Um, and he also scored the goal in the Super Cup, which eventually led us to beating Seville on penalties. But there was something amiss in the preseason when there's a lot of talk about him possibly going on loan. 
And Pep did this press conference and he said, Colt Palmer will either stay or he will go permanently. He won't go out on loan. And I think a lot of City fans' eyebrows were raised at that. We thought, oh, you know, it's it's all or nothing, as it were. Now, I don't pretend to be an in-the-know believing bollocks, but I'm told, although I can't corroborate this, that Cole kind of made demands on Pep about playing time. I mean, as you see, he's come to Chelsea, he wants to be playing from the get-go. And as you've said, he's doing really well for you guys and I'm pleased for the kid. But if you make a sort of any demands on Pep Guardiola about playing time, it's probably not the wisest thing to do when you're in such a competitive squad. Um, so whether or not that contributed to him going out the door, I think there's a fine line between being self, having self-belief and it's spilling over into arrogance. Uh, and you know, obviously I can't speak for Pep Guardiola, but whether or not they thought Cole was falling the wrong side of that line, I don't know, and only time will tell in terms of his talents. But I think from a City perspective, similar to Chelsea with Academy products, when you sell, you make it's 100% profit. So I think the fee was 42.5 million. Um, and I think they just thought it was too good to turn down in the circumstances. In as much, we've got a kid coming through called Oscar Bob. What a wonderful name. 20-year-old Norwegian international. Is that, is that uh, like kind got... of like kind of rhyming slang or something like that for the old Bill? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the Norwegian constabulary. <laughs> but then, if you look at you say Colts twenty-one, um, we've invested fifty-five million in Jeremy Doku, who's twenty-one. Who's great? Looks great. And you can see you can see the impact he's having on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned Grealish earlier. There's this chat about. Oh well, is it going to be Doku or Grealish? Mm. But you can play both of them in, dif you know, in the same team, depending on what tactics are required. Um, so he's been a great addition. He's been very impacted. Um, I see Cole. He's, has he scored three goals at your place? Uh yeah, penalties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he's never up for the penalties at City, but he's putting them away for you guys, which is great. There's no denying he's got enormous potential, but it just feels like Pep and the coaching staff, they saw something which they didn't think was quite right. And in all fairness, only time will tell if that was the right decision. Yeah. It's very similar to what Mourinho did to De Bruyne, of course, because De Bruyne apparently came to him in a, a very aggressive way and said, I need more game time. And Mourinho then played him against Swindon. He was OK in the League Cup. And then he was on his bike. Yeah. <laughs> and you just think, is that the same thing? Because he demanded game time. And... Yeah. Uh, you know, I just think some of these coaches just think, I don't know whether I'm going to play them or not. Let's let's cash in. Yeah. You know, so, but um, looks like I say, only time will tell. He yeah. he's got bags of potential. He may realise that at Chelsea, and he may, as you you know, you say he's your best signing this summer. If he goes on to be a tremendous asset, good luck to the kid. But um, yeah, we were surprised we let him go. But on reflection, with whom we've recruited in his place. And this young lad coming through the academy, we think we're well sorted in that position. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, given given all of that, David. I mean, you know, you you have, as I said, uh, an embarrassment of riches almost. I mean, with with an eye on the game on Sunday. I mean, does City have any weaknesses at all at the moment? Oh, it's so difficult to say that. I wouldn't say no because you know, I was talking about arrogance. Then we're, we're into arrogance avenue. 
Um, there's nothing that's obvious. I mean, put, let me put it around another way. Like Arsenal, you know, you attack Zinchenko because he doesn't have yeah. enough pace anymore. So that's a weakness. That's kind of where I'm going with that. Um, I don't really think we have got any weaknesses that sort of shout out at you. Mm. Obviously, we lost to Wolves because we we were just we stumped the place out. We did have a contentious penalty appeal, but everybody could say that. Um, no, there's no obvious weakness. I mean, Haaland and Alvarez, they're banging in the goals. I mean, you know, you got Sterling last summer and Gabriel Jesus went to Arsenal and we bought in Haaland and Alvarez. So I think we got the better deal out of that lot. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're, we're lacking De Bruyne, but we're, we're carrying on really well without him. I think Haaland misses De Bruyne more than anybody because... Haaland is a beast, as you said. We, you know, he's the Nordic meat shield. But De Bruyne was his best um, supplier. <laughs> Makes him sound like a cocaine dealer, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> but you know, Haaland's been banging him in for fun anyway. So no, no obvious weaknesses. We're miss, missing John Stones, which is is a big miss because Stones isn't just a centre half. He's been developed into bringing the ball up into midfield, getting more and more comfortable in the mid, midfield role almost Sergio Busquets like uh, and he's just been ruled out for an unknown period of time but other than that we're in pretty good shape and do you know the irony of this every time I've come onto your podcast City have invariably been the favourites and we've lost so I haven't been on for a little while and we've won every time so if we lose on Sunday do not ever darken my door again <laughs> Well, I mean, we—I mean, actually, I don't know. I can't believe we. I know I got lazy for about a season and depressed. It must have been last season under Potter, uh, so I didn't bother with opposition view, did I? But I'm, I'm feeling a bit rechar- recharged this season, and uh, I've been been doing it again. But I mean, we've lost uh, our last uh, last three to you. Five, no, last five to you. If we you include, we the haven't won matches. since Champions League, have we? Chief? No, we, we haven't. haven't. We haven't. Yeah. And we must have. Is that the last time we had you on? Possibly. That's disgraceful. You don't send flowers. We don't write. Like... We don't phone. I know it's terrible. Well, I must I, apologise. I, I think you did deliberately didn't want anybody on Chich from City just because you've <laughs> no. given an enormous rubbing every time. You know, I've so. been doing this show for fifteen years. One thing is absolutely guaranteed: I have no shame, J.K. So you know. <laughs> uh, so there we go. Um, I mean, any idea? Uh, you know, who he's going to play and how he might set up against us? I mean, the weird thing is, David. I mean, last season when we were we were, I mean, we were just awful. The worst I've seen us for nearly 30 years. And yet we still only, in the league, only got beaten 1-0 at home and away by you lot. Mm. I mean, I, I, could, I would have predicted more like the cup matches where we got dubbed 4-0, you know. Well, the strange thing about watching you guys on Monday night, obviously 4-1 against Spurs, they they played a ridiculously high line. God, no. I mean, I've got, I've got quite a, a, a degree of respect for Poster Coglu. Um, you know, he's a refreshing, he seems a very honest guy, but I just couldn't see why he kept playing that high line against you. Um, I think there's a certain fragility in your defence, which we hopefully will exploit. Um, I couldn't tell you the Chelsea team. I used to know your Chelsea team inside out, but you guys might have been in August not knowing who who was in your squad and who wasn't. I mean, there's been such a turnover. Um... I mean, Nkunku's a big loss. I think he's a class player and he will make a difference when he comes back. Jackson's just got his hat-trick, so, you know, he might be ready for liftoff in a big way. Uh, Fernandes and Mudrick, 
they have the ability from the outside looking in, but I don't know what you guys think about their displays. And I have to say there's a degree of, um, uh, I feel sorry for Sterling. He should be in the England squad. Um, he's not, I don't know if it's a fallout with Southgate. So I haven't got a clue who's going to be in Chelsea's team. I mean, as for City's team, we probably go with a, well, you know, with Pep, you don't call it a flat back four or you you have the three, but then people are interchanging. We've had Manu Akanji going up as a sort of attacking midfielder. He was the guy who effectively supplied Rodri with the goal in the Champions League. I couldn't tell you how we're going to line up, but whichever way it is, it, it should be a pretty strong eleven. And I think without being arrogant, I think we've got enough to turn you over. Indeed. I don't think there's any doubt that that's going to take place. It's just yeah, we've uh, said that before on this. We have, we have, we have, we have. We said it in the Champions League. If City turned up with their A game, yeah, but they didn't. (laughs) They didn't, and that's that's the beauty of football. I mean, how? how, But quickly before I get a prediction out of you, um, how how does it feel to be uh, a European champion now? I think the uh, I was there in Istanbul, which was a privilege. Um, When the final whistle went, I think the overriding sentiment from me it was relief that we'd finally got the monkey off our back. I mean, I am a conspiracy theorist, and I thought UEFA will never allow us to win their showpiece. But when we finally did it, it was it was just wonderful. I don't, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'll always take the Premier League over the Champions League. I've always said that, and I'm not going to stray from that path. But no, it's, it's great to have that tick in the box. But I think Guardiola was in a press conference, and he said, yeah, lots of teams have won it one time. It's nice, but you really have to build on that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great. And one of the things is, of course, you guys will have to change your song sheet now. Champions of Europe, you'll never sing that. Will. So there's that that one to come. Then we've got to go to Villa and we've got to go to Forest. So, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, there's a fair few that have got to change the song sheets. You've but, still, uh, still no, got to win the Europa. You've got to win the Europa League yet. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Right, come on then. Give us a prediction for for Sunday, David. Um, Whether we'll concede is debatable. I'll go for 2-0 City. Okay, fair enough. Now, uh, whilst I absorb that horrible fact and thought, um, we're we're doing something slightly different on uh, Opposition View because what we do now is we we have... It's almost like a little game uh, which we call They Played for Both. You can see where I'm going with this, David, I expect. So I'm going to ask you... Well, there are... There are 30 players that have played for oh, both. No. Yeah, 30 players that have played for both City and Chelsea. Yeah, thanks for the heads up, Gigi. No, well, see, if you'd have, <laughs> we, don't, if, we don't know either. No, no. If I'd have given you a heads we don't up, know it's I, embarrassing yeah. for us as well. Yeah, if I'd have given you a heads up, you would have looked. You see, so you know, because it's easy yeah. to find this stuff. So yeah. um, I, I need names from you now. The other thing is, I'm not going to tell you whether you've got them right or not because I'm going to ask these two in our in our preview in a few minutes' time. But I will, I will, I will message you and tell you how many you got. All right. How does that sound? Okay. Okay. Are we right. going for it then? Yep. Thirty. Oh I'm not going to get thirty. Sterling, Palmer, Sean Wright, Phillips. Oh, this is pathetic, isn't it? I'm a man of a certain age, you know, Chidge. I can't do this. Sort you, of yeah, but you have an advantage because a lot of them are older. Oh goodness me. Um... Oh, uh, what's his name? Clive Wilson. Very good. Very good. That's a good one. How long have we got for this spot? <laughs> Second. <laughs> Give you a minute. Oh, my Lord. 
Um, dum, 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 dum. I keep thinking who's in Chelsea colours rather than who's in City colours. Uh, this is this is pretty bad. If we go, if we go. Kovacic, goodness me. Um, I'm not going to win the cuddly toy, am I? Let alone the wine rack. Definitely not the microwave oven. Right, 30 seconds. It's hard, isn't it? This makes for great radio, doesn't it? Sorry, I like a dramatic pause. It's really hard, isn't it? It is, it's, it's ridiculous. Really hard. I'm not going to tell I could, you. I, I could I, hum a bit. I, will, I could hum I will, blues the colour. I will. I will tell you. I will tell you. I will message you later. I'll take a snapshot of the the list. I know the ones I've said are correct, but I, I just yeah. can't think of enough of them. Don't worry. That's about average for our opposition view, which is astonishing because these two usually, you know, get more than that. So, which I find amazing. But there you go, uh, David. You've been nothing short of fantastic as you always are. I look forward to speaking to you again. Uh, later on in the season when we play you up there on the presumption that we don't beat you and humiliate you on Sunday which would say that you wouldn't I'm not allowed to darken your door I think was what you said that is exactly the phrase I used <laughs> I meant it 100% <laughs> well I hope that's not the case but uh, David it's great to see you mate lovely to see you as I said um, you're always welcome here you know that and uh, I can't wish you luck for Sunday obviously I don't think you'll need any are you coming down no I'm not on this occasion sadly but uh I'll be watching it on the TV. It's armchair, not fresh air this no week. No worries, mate. The, the, the game's designed for people like you now, so you'll be fine. <laughs> you keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely to see you, mate. Take care, and we'll see you hopefully okay. later on in the season. Thank you, gents. All the best. Bye-bye. Brilliant. There you go. The, lo on, the lovely, lovely, lovely David Walker from redbutneverred.com, which is a, a really good... Good old school city city blog. So there you go. Now we're going to be back uh, after a short break for our preview of the game. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com. Welcome back to the Chelsea Fancast, the Friday night preview show with me, Stanford Chidge, and uh, Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Hello. And the fantastic Dane Whittle. Evening. Uh, right, time for our, our preview. That was fun uh, Fun talking to, to David Walker there. He, he's, a, he's a good lad. Right, of course, what, what, what's it, uh, what, what do we do now usually at this part of the show, JK? Um, we normally have... Uh... Um, I don't know, Chidge, is it something to do with the uh, the team that we might select, do you think? It, it might, might be. be. It might ooh, be. Ooh, yeah, ooh, I know. Ooh, I was, ooh, I, yeah, I didn't didn't sense any excitement from you. Normally at this <laughs> you know, normally at this stage of the evening you're like a kid who's had a bag of sweets. Well I was just still thinking of players who played for City and Oh yeah, yeah. Well you I'm gonna, gonna ask we're you gonna that. revisit that. We will revisit it in a minute. It's do you know what? It's really hard for me to like have somebody firing names and to just look completely blank because I'm not going to give it away for you lot. But I do think, even if I do that, you get a bit of an advantage if you can remember that long. Yeah, I think we've got a bit more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, my team, you will not be amazed to hear, ooh, 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 ooh. is exactly the same as the team that started against Tottingham Hotspurs. 
So that means I think. Rooney. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the point being, um, I've kept Jackson in I, on the basis that I just don't think you can drop a striker who's just scored a hat trick, or can you, J.K.? Yeah. I think he could easily do that if he thinks that there's a, a different way of dealing with the opposition. Um, but um, I can't see what he'd do. Um, Mudrick didn't cover himself with great glory when he came on. Um, he did a couple of things well, but looked a bit all over the place. Um, uh, he won't, Badia Shield won't get in because Dizazi's playing pretty well and is an enormous unit. Um, uh, I think a possibility is that um, Cucurella might play left back because he played very well again. And I, I have to take my hat off to him. He's just, he, he's, he's nowhere near the, the walking disaster he was last year. Um, he, he, he seems to have the hot-headed aspect of him always trying to intercept the ball and running into meaningless space has completely disappeared. He's just a he's still a he's still a poodle, he's, but he's more terrier-like, <laughs> like a cross cross between a poodle and a he, terrier. He's super poodle. Um, he is super poodle indeed. But um, I think I agree with you. I think he'll play Colwell at left back again. I don't know. He, perhaps he's got a. Perhaps it'd be interesting to see tactically what he comes up with. Perhaps he he's might, got a he way might do what he did again. He, he might do what I suggested he do against Spurs, which is the same as he did against Arsenal. Which is what play this team? Well, not basically put Mudrick in, Jackson out, and, and and not really play with a forward. Oh, the forward, yeah, 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 hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and I, Sterling, I, Sterling sort of through the middle, but yeah. he didn't. He swapped around. Didn't yeah, he? it was fluid. Palmer yeah, and stayed playing through the middle. It yeah. was fluid. Yeah. And of course, the other thing is, is that Arsenal, you know, try to play a little bit like City. Of course, nowhere near as good. But you know, Arteta obviously got schooled at City, so maybe you know he might do that. I mean, I. I in all good conscience, I wouldn't. Um, I don't think it really... I think City are, are good enough to really, you know, disable any system that we try and inflict on them. So, you know, maybe just start with... The, I mean, that, that they, you know, I mean, I, I know that there were so many elements of that game against Spurs, Dane, that, that were pretty shonky, you know. But, you know, that team, the, the, certainly the team that started, will will come away from that feeling i mean look we're buzzing still from monday how do you think they're feeling you know and jackson's just scored a hat trick i just can't see how you can drop a drop a guy scored a hat trick for the next game i just can't see how you can do that well as our guest said it depends all on on the manager and guardiola as he said picks teams to play against that certain team and if if that is i still don't know Poch's style yet you know a bit early in his tenure to, to work it out but if he picks a, a you know a team to play against a team then we would expect Jackson to play, but we actually played really well against Arsenal, I thought, uh, with that false nine. Uh, even though at the time when I was watching, I was thinking, you know, we was too busy trying to, to pull up, put the ball up front and there was no one there. And as soon as we had someone up there, we then lost our momentum. So it shows what I know. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to be buzzing from that performance. You know, JK mentioned something earlier with fighting spirit and team spirit. It's games like that that uh, that that gets that that builds it up, which is earned over months, years, seasons, and you can tell they've they've got a good they've got good feelings together. You can just tell how they are, you know. And uh, you can't train all those days of training at Portugal. Do you can't train to play against a team who's only got nine players? So even in the moment when we was looking struggling to break them down, I, I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt because you don't train for that. 
but you're right we, we should really be on cloud nine hopefully at the beginning of something you know just hearing uh the guests talk about how successful man city are and that's where we want to get back to being and then that, that obviously highlights when we was talking earlier wasn't it about gallagher uh sterling with and kunk and lavia coming back you need that selection you need that uh that just that, that all-round competition. So I'm actually going into this game quite confident. But answering your first question, since I always like usually like to go off and around the circles and on and around about, I would still start Jackson, yes. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, although, as I said, I, I, I mean, you know, he, he may pull, pull what he did against Arsenal because, I, I mean, I, I felt that against Arsenal, it, it worked up front. I mean, it wasn't as though we parked the bus at all because Arsenal just didn't know who to mark and it, it, it really threw them, I think. But I think also it, it allowed it allowed uh, more defensive cover because Mudrick and Sterling both did a lot of covering back, as did Palmer, actually, as did Gallagher. So, you know, it enabled people to really help out in defence because I, I think he expected Arsenal to to really have a go at us. But, I mean, they, they didn't really get the ball for, for most of that 75 minutes. The pressing as well, Chidge. Yeah. The pressing and the pressure was yeah. very similar to the Liverpool game. So it makes you think, another big team. I haven't seen us pressure and, 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 and press pressure and press like that, apart from those two games. So you'd expect it against City. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if you did that. And we will need to do that. I mean, the other thing, JK, is it... it, it, it I mean, we can't really say this about about Spurs because that first twenty minutes we were chasing shadows. I mean, you know, they they looked a really good side. They moved the ball around really quickly. We couldn't get hold of it. They were also first to the ball all the all of the time. So we we don't really know if our theory about Chelsea doing better against better teams because we get more space is true or not. Because once the sendings off happened, then we had, I mean, we had, they had so much space, you or me could have scored, I think. So but you, you worried if the Son goal had been allowed, whether they would have just taken us to the clean. Yeah, I think or... they would have done. Yeah, I do. It would have been game over and probably a few more goals because they were on it. Spurs were they absolutely were, on it. They'd have had to, they'd have had to maintain that level, which yeah. I think was very difficult. It was a very, very, um, intense uh, level to actually achieve, and in fact, it was so intense that it 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 went to their heads. That was the trouble, Go, goaded by the crowd. So that that was an interesting aspect of it. But I think in the presser today, I think he, he, Poch was saying that he paid attention to the uh, um, seven years ago to the the two two battle of the bridge. I think because he felt that they'd lost it there and uh, that it went to their heads. And I think he. How he managed to convey this aspect of being competitive but calm to the Chelsea team in in the midst of that madness was um, was uh, very um, what's the word? It was, it was a very good thing to do. He was very on his game, Poch doing that. So uh, I found that impressive because we were competitive but not indisciplined and mad. There was a madness about it. Well, we, Which would be we, interesting to see if we can keep that competitive competitive aspect going against City. Well, indeed, and we'll need to. And we need to get our foot in and we need to try and be fir first the ball more hungry. We need to press a yeah. lot. We need to be intelligent. We need to not, you know, go to sleep at the back, which is what we've been doing a fair amount recently. You know, a lot of things have got to go right. We've got to be really, really on it. But, I mean, I, going back to the Spurs game and what you were saying, Dane, actually, that's a really good point. I, I, in a way, I think I think this team were blooded that night mm. you know 
And I, I think that, as you said, they haven't really had many matches like that together as a team. In fact, I don't think they've had any matches like that together as a team. And you need those. You need to get... It's a bit like, um, you know, Mourinho's team when we went to Blackburn in that first oh, yeah. season yeah. and they kicked us off the park and we still won. They were a different team after that night. It really kind of gelled them together and put some steel in them, I think. So, you know, let's, I, I, I hope, I hope that, that, that there, are, there are wider repercussions from spanking Spurs 4-1 four, four than just the, the glorious, lovely result. Um, but there we go. Yeah, well, as I said, we'll, we'll find out if we, if we play better against better teams on Sunday, won't we? But I still don't think, uh, I think the jury's still out on that. Um, I mean, it, it is worrying. I mean, our, our recent our recent record against our recent record against City has been parlous to say the least. Um, you know, we've uh, the last five results, as, as we were saying, we haven't beaten them since uh, the Champions League final. I kind of wonder if, in fact, if it if it's if it's a curse. You know that that you know we did a a bit like that that Robert Johnson crossroads idea. You know, we did a deal with the devil to say, well, we'll win the Champions League and they can spank us as much as they like afterwards, but. <laughs> But anyway, I mean, you know, we've lost we've lost five games on the trot to them to nil. We haven't even scored a goal against them in the last five matches. But we haven't really been spanked, apart from the, the cup match last season. And let's be fair, that was a, as I recall, I think Potter, you know, changed the, the team around, didn't he? You know, we had youngsters starting, didn't we? But uh, yeah. that was. I don't four... know what Potter was doing last year, Chinch. But he, 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 he yeah. no. But he, he, he put a weak side out effectively, didn't he? Completely, completely. Yeah. So, uh, so that four nil is kind of understandable, and that was up there. So you know, five, we've lost our last five. But I mean, in 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 uh, in terms of uh, the home matches in the Premier League, we've lost our last three. So you know, uh, so going back to twenty twenty one when we lost three one, I think that was. Uh, was and we've really three? looked second best against them. We have, although, uh, although weirdly we we beat them in the previous two at home, two nil and two one, uh, and it's been kind of kind of yo-yoing between the two, really. I mean, since City kind of came back to pr- uh, prominence, which I would say around two thousand and sixteen, um, we've obviously we've lost five and won three, uh, but before that, um, it, we we had a very healthy record against them actually at home. Uh, but then they were shit for a lot of that time. So there you go. Anyway, look, given all of that, um, I mean, you know, the odd, the odds uh, seem heavily, heavily stacked against us, don't they, really, in some respects? Although though Dane says he's feeling quite confident. You know, I mean, how big of an ask do you think it really is to get a result against this lot, JK? Uh, enormous. But once again, it depends which which side turns up. If the side that played against Wolves turns up, um, we might beat them. Um, they've played Champions League game during the week. They might be unfocused. They might be a bit knackered, mm-hmm. um, despite his attempts to, you know, inform them how important every game is. But I mean, he, he may play a slightly weakened side because they've been um, playing in the Champions League this week. But they were fabulous during the week. Um, Walker's a wonderful player. Um, uh, Graylish is great. Foden's a wonderful player. They've just got great players. And um, as, as I was saying to our, our guest, I, I it, it, Chelsea shouldn't be playing like this now. I, I despair at what went wrong. Something happened. I think their failure to actually appoint Pep because they thought it was it was nailed on that he was going to come and join us. Um, lots of overtures made to him with, I think, huge amounts of money. But obviously the uh, um, 
the Saudis, I think, who employ, who own the club at uh, City, offered him more money. Um, but um, uh, they're a they're a, a, a fabulous team. I, I hope that Poch has worked out a, a tactic. I'm sure he has. He's a he's a terrific manager. Well, on, um, on that point, do you think it, it it's a, it's a, I mean, you know, what impressed me actually last season, even though we were diabolical, was we actually kept Haaland pretty quiet, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, but then they've got other players to come through. In fact, they wasn't. They didn't have it all their own way in the home no, game, they did they? Against no, uh, we were they didn't. They did. We 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 played competently. We smothered them in certain areas. But it's it's a question of us rather than being on the back foot and stopping them from playing. You know, is he going to um, push forwards? Is he going to attempt to to mm-hmm. take the game to them? Because I felt that with under Potter we were very negative and it was just defending and trying to get them on the break. Whereas uh, that hasn't been the style at all under Pochettino. So um, it, it it once again I watch all of these games now. With my, um, um, how's it going to work out? For, you know, what are they going to play like? My, my interested brain, my interested head on, because uh, it, it's it's for a new manager, and um, we haven't played against City yet. It'd be interesting to see with new players. Interesting to see whether it's embarrassing, whether um, bits of it work well. Uh, um, um, so it's intriguing. I find all of these games intriguing. I'm prepared for a big loss. I'm prepared for us drawing i'm prepared for us even winning i i I can't work out what what it'll be i think it depends on them um not being up to scratch as they were against wolves they haven't had any of the the games and i know um uh was it dave isn't it was it dave Dave walker yeah dave i know what dave was saying they've started well and they normally don't but i've watched several of their i'm really interested in city because they play so well watched lots of the games and um uh, they're not firing on all cylinders in the league games. I, I agree uh, with you, actually, mate. I mean, they dubbed Bournemouth six-one last week, but Bournemouth are shit. Um, yeah. They dumped. Yeah. They they did United at home, uh, away three-nil, but United are shit, and also they would have been bang up for that as a local derby. Yeah. They struggled to put Brighton away at home. They did, and they've they did. they've had quite a few results like that where they've just about got over the line to to, to yeah. what you would call yeah. fairly average teams. Yeah, you, you think that a team they'd beat, you know, four or five-nil, they've yeah. 2-0. Well, we, we know this because it has ramifications for our fucking Premier League predictions game, doesn't it? Yes, it, absolutely <laughs> right. Absolutely right. No, so it's it's once again, I'm not, you know, I'm 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 not putting my all my eggs in one basket. I I think it could be it could be one of many results. We could win it, lose it. <laughs> well, I'll it, tell you, know, you what. I, I you know what I you know we we like we're either going to win or draw or lose. Is what I predict. Yeah, yeah, all of those. One of those. <laughs> It'll be one of those. Yeah. Uh, I predict that the yeah, ball yeah. is round and they play on grass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and the object um, of the exercise is to score a goal and not concede yeah. any. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but each time they do score, the referee is going to doubt the goal oh, well, and stand on the sideline for, they, they, for fifteen minutes yeah. with his finger yeah. in his ear. That's yeah. right. The yeah. rules of football have changed. You, the the yeah. object of the exercise is to score a goal and then VAR chalk it off. That's yes. right. Yeah, of course. Yes. I forgot that. Um, Dane, there are rays of hope here. As I said, we kept we've managed to keep Haaland quiet with a, I would say, a worse team. Uh, than the one we have at the moment. And the other thing which I didn't realise is that City have lost three out of six uh, matches to uh, Pochettino sides away from home. Yeah, I was trying to rack my brains quickly. I, I can remember certain games where he has been manager of Spurs and they've done really well against them. Uh, I I just have a feeling he'll set us up well. I think tactically he... he, he 
we, so, you know, you look at the games we might have struggled in this season, but as I said, as I said earlier, I'm taking I'm taking a lot of uh, hope out of the performances against Liverpool, even though it was a slow start. Uh, the performance against Tottenham, even though it was a slow start, and we won against Arsenal, where I think we were really good, and I've just got a good feeling about this. I think. You know, I, I don't think Man City will take us lightly. I think we are still seemed uh, viewed by the bigger teams as a big team. Uh, and, you know, footballers are not stupid. Well, foot, sorry, I contradict myself. Footballers know footballers and they know the fact we've got a lot of talent there. And, yeah, a lot of the signings, or most of the signings were not uh, like the Declan Rice signing for once, who is practically 90% a complete player, you know, at a good age. We, we've signed a lot of potential, which is a massive risk. But... You know, these are potentials that all the big clubs in the world were looking at. So, yeah, I'm I'm actually really confident. Uh, I won't give my prediction until you ask for it. But, yeah, I'm... Go I'm, on, then. I'm going to ask you for it. Yeah, fuck them. I think we're going to win 2-1. Fuck them. I love, I love it. Lovely attitude, Dane. Love it. What do, you, what, what do you reckon? What do you reckon, JK? 3-0. To us? No. To them. Oh, JK. Okay. Okay. No, no, he's, he's fair enough. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on the fence and I'm gonna go for a one-one draw. Uh, more. I I I mean I I I love your optimism, Dane. I, <laughs> I, I I don't share it. I'll be honest with you. I mean, if if we had taken Spurs to the cleaners on Monday, you know, had had, had basically outplayed them for ninety minutes, I would be feeling really really different about this. I still think that they're going to carry on. A lot of optimism and buzz about that. There's just no way they can't. And and Jackson scoring a hat trick too. But the but the but what I saw for those first twenty minutes was frightening. You know, I, I, I saw a team that looked like a team that was the top of the table playing against a team that was in the middle. And we couldn't get the ball. They had more hunger than us. They looked it looked like men against boys for twenty minutes. So, you know, I, I'm I worry that there there is you know, there is that element about us. We are still a bit raw and a bit naive and a bit inexperienced. And and uh, City are a very, very good side. But as JK said, you know, they might not turn up on the day. But I, I'll go for a completely shit prediction, which is one all. So there you go. If you notice, we've, we've had all three, Chid. We've had a loss, a win and a draw. Well, we did predict that we would predict that, didn't we? <laughs> I think we're nothing if not predictable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. So that's that done. Now we've got the real action for tonight. Um, as we know, in uh, part two with the lovely Dave Walker, we did They Played For Both. What's the sting, JK? They played for both. Yeah, they played for both. And uh, um, I, I mean, he, he uh, all I, I'm not saying anything. I'll tell you how he did it. I mean, you, you, I mean, basically, he got he got five right. So that's given you a... a, a I got 16. A, 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 what? You, you haven't been cheating, though, have you? No. What? No. Did you say it was 30? 30. Would you align, well, yeah, I've got there, I've got sixteen and I've it's racking four. me. And ever since you've said it, my mind has been so blown and I can't even concentrate when you're asking me questions because all I'm trying to imagine is who's played. But there's a couple of obvious ones they you uh he missed. Can I say that can I say them because you've got more than me? I've only got four. Four on, on top of what he did. Yeah, go on then. Can I say them and then you can get your seven extra in. Can I say these? Yeah, yeah, sure. On, he didn't mention he didn't mention Frank. No, no, you're right, he didn't. I need a different colour pen. Okay, he didn't mention Frank. Right. No, nope. he, he didn't. didn't mention De Bruyne. Bizarrely, no, nope. no, I know. Um, he he didn't mention um, uh, uh, Nicholas Anelka. No, nope, he didn't. No. Um, he didn't mention um, 
uh, hang on, what did I write down here? Um, uh, Terry Phelan. I, I knew as soon as he said uh, Clive Wilson, I linked yeah, him yeah, Terry me Phelan. Too, me too, me too. The connection, absolutely right. Um, uh, what else have I written down here? Oh, Wayne Bridge played for them as well. Oh, you bugger. Yeah, I got him as well. That's it. I don't know anymore. That's it. You're out. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, just to, to recap, uh, Clive Wilson, Sean Wright Phillips, uh, yeah. Rhyme Sterling, yeah. Kovacic, Palmer. We'll, we'll give yeah. you those. All right. Yeah. Go on then, Dane. I was whacking my brains to think of a goalie, but I couldn't find one. So uh, Clive Allen. Yeah. Uh, Sturridge. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, I suppose it's the eras that I can remember best. I was trying to go back to the late 80s and I was trying to go back to the when we've got. I remember, I remember obviously a Scott Sinclair Very playing great. from yeah. Akai as well. Akai, who's there now. And uh, Ben Haim, I remember him playing for them. Uh, and that's it. That's the, that's the 16. Okay, well, that's, that's pretty good. All right. What you didn't. Oh, get... George Weir. Sorry, George oh, Weir as well. Very good. Very good. Right. Are we done? Yeah. Okay. So what you didn't get was uh, Laurent Charvet. Oh, yeah, I should have yeah, known that. that was Matt, I think that's quite hard, actually. I forgot mm. all about that. Gordon Davies. Oh, and did he? Jesus, did he? Yeah, remember JK him. shaking his head. Danny Granville. Oh, another left back. God. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, now we're getting into people that we don't know frank higgs who according to nathan who's who's texted me nathan by the way thank you nathan always uh, uh, uh sends me a message with information about some of the players that we haven't got a scooby about so frank higgs uh, who played for us in 1929 he was a goalkeeper uh then Derek kevin jk jk of course yeah JK. He loved Derek Kevin. Well, he was so useless when he played for us. Well, apart from that. He then, he then, he then went to Everton and um, after he'd scored none for us, scored two for us, I think, or something, um, in the 62-63 season. He then went to Everton and scored 30 goals. There we go. Uh, George Lake, who was the only serving first-team player to die in World War One, He was killed in action uh on the 6th of November, 1918. Oh, bloody hell. That's that's horrible. About five days before it all ended. Oh, dear. That's terrible, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Lamps, you got Frank Pearson. Played for us in 1905 to 06. 30 appearances, 18 goals. Oh, yes, Frank. Oh, you you yes. remember him, don't you? You saw him play. Yeah, of yeah, course. Piercy. Piercy was cool. Yeah. You, you're going to kick yourself with this one. Yeah. David Rowcastle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Colin Viljoen. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. You played for Ipswich before that. Yeah. Uh, you won't have got this one. Max Woosnam, uh, uh, Ian Woosnam's great-grandfather. No, I'm lying. Uh, 19, <laughs> n- 1914, he played for us. He was an England international. He also played tennis at Wimbledon and the Olympics in 2020 and 24, and supposedly beat Charlie Chaplin at table tennis using only a butter knife. Yeah, that would make sense. That'd be the kind of thing they got up to. And they, it's no, there's no doubt silent film of it somewhere on the internet. That, I mean, well. that is insane, isn't it? That's like that's like something out of Michael Palin's Ripping Yarns, isn't it? Yeah, that is insane. He's a Corinthian, I think you could call him. Um, all right. So where have we got now? Max Wisdom. Uh, you got the right. You got uh, you got Sean Wright Phillips, Scott Sinclair, Tem, uh, Ben Taim, Anelka Sturridge, Ake De Bruyne, Sterling, Jerry Baker was uh, a reserve and uh, in 1956 and 
He was a USA international. No. This I'm astonished by. Uh, listen to this, both of you. Tony Book. Tony the, the Book. Great, the great Tony Book. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, he must have been a young. He was he was a reserve in 1954. J.K. Amazing. Right. Wow. Uh, so what have we got? So that's. Uh, all right. Tonight, tonight's they play for. Uh, ask if it was Derek Kevin who was known as Douglas Barder. Great in the air, no legs on the ground. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the goalkeeper you forgot, Dane, was Willie Caballero. I was thinking Digweed for some reason. I don't know why, but I don't think Digweed yes. obviously. But yeah, obviously, yeah. We should remember that. That's a new one. As well, that feeling about there being a goalie. Yes, of course. I'm always remembering because he saved a hazard penalty, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, the last but by no means least, Ro, uh, Romeo Lavia, who must have been on their books. Oh, as a young sugar. Yeah. God's sake. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Had yeah, the same guy who spotted him. Hasn't kicked, hasn't kicked a ball for us yet, of course, but uh, I get where they're coming from. So there you go. That's your 30. Uh, just a big uh, shout out and thanks to Paul Carter and his website, uh, stamford-bridge.com. Uh, and you can find Paul on Twitter at Stamford underscore bridge and uh, check out the Chelsea Heritage Group, which is chelseaheritagepartnership.com. That's the website, and uh, at CFC underscore heritage. Uh, and, of course, the wonderful Nathan, who uh, is Chelsea Grave Society, who who helps out with this as well. So uh, it's about time they had some, uh, you know, some words said uh, to say thank you. So well done. Um, that's kind of pretty much it It for us tonight. It's kind of it's whizzed by tonight. Uh, mm. Yeah, but it's been enjoyable. It's good, been good to see you again. Uh, I have to say, Dane, I mean, we missed you the other week, um, but uh, it's lovely to see you now. Yeah, I'm going to have to catch up in the in the pub with you soon, aren't I? I'll keep on. I said I'm, I'm so busy. I uh, work socially. I used to be a DJ back in the day as well when I was teenagers and we stopped it because we all got families. I started to get into that recently, so that's taken up a lot of my uh, weekends as well but it keeps what sort me of music to... you play what sort of music well uh it personally it would be more soulful and r&b but you know listen if you're, you're paying money for a party and i'll pay you what you want to play you know what i mean <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, it's the thing we just uh, when you was uh when you was talking earlier about obviously you you was chucking out your celebrity uh talk sports i, I remember told you uh, about a year ago didn't i that my godson's in eastenders so I just did uh, his 18th birthday, which was which was quite, you know, it was quite scary. And 150 people there, you know, people star on. Star-studded, star-studded. Was Harriet Yeah, Thorpe there was there? quite a few, yeah. Harriet Thorpe there. Harriet Thorpe, who plays the uh, the new um, landlady of the. Uh... No, no, because obviously it was all the younger generation, because he's oh, obviously yeah. only, he's like 18. Or I think his character on EastEnders is actually 15. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it, that was nice, but. Yeah, very busy. But as I said earlier, it t- keeps me ticking over. I, I, I never complain about being busy. Uh, nope, I enjoy no, it. But I, I, you know, I'm glad that I managed to get on here with you guys tonight because I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't blow out again. Jesus Christ, you'd suck me off, wouldn't you? I, I would what? I beg your pardon. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't do that, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't fire you either. Uh, Dane, it's, it's lovely to see you, mate, uh, as always. And let's let's hope, let's hope we catch up in the pub as well, and we'll get you back on soon. That's for sure. Um, Jonathan, as always, you've been lovely. Yes, just thank a reminder. You've been, just you've a reminder. Lovely too. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we will be back. Me and JK will be back on uh, Monday night, of course, uh, looking back at the match against City. And uh, we will be with the legend that is Mark Meehan. 
I believe. He's the one in the schedule. If Mark's remembered, he will be with us on Monday as well. Uh, quick shout out for in, in Off The Post. Sorry we haven't done one this week. It's been a bit mad given that I was at the football on Monday. Uh, we had to do the podcast on Tuesday. I was out uh, at, uh, doing something else on Wednesday <laughs> night. And mm. Thursday night, I was collapsing a heap and had to start doing the script for this. So we just haven't had time this week. But they're piling up. So we need to do a show next week. So J- JK and I will try and fit it in. Uh, I would suggest either Tuesday or Thursday. That would All be right. that would be my favourite. So there you go. If you want your email, Patreon message, Instagram post, tweet or Facebook message read out on the show, then let me have them as soon as you can. Uh, the email address is chelseafancast at gmail. Dot com. As I said, it's been brilliant to see Dane tonight and uh, lovely to see JK, of course, as well. Uh, enjoy the match, boys. You'll both be there, of course, won't you? Mm. Yes. Oh, no, no, I've got, I can't. No, I've got a uh, christening. So remember, I put, I put in a oh, group. Oh, that's like, right. You're the, did you get rid of them in the end? Yeah, luckily, I've got uh, There's a, a young couple who I know who are, he's a massive football fan and he's just so excited about actually going to watch. He's a Chelsea fan and just thought of actually watching City as well. He's not quite really excited about yeah. So, yeah. If I'd have thought about it, you know, I should have, like, nabbed, bitten your hand off for that and I could have taken my nephew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really good seat. Oh, we're a top upper tier. Yeah, really good seat. Where, where are you? You're in the shed, aren't you? No, we're uh, Matthew Arden Upper. Right. Um, I'm on, I'm quite... I, I, I'm sure I'm on the other end to uh, Clayton and Tony. You're on the I same same on... side as Mark, then? Am I? Oh, I yeah. didn't realise yeah, he was yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. And Tim Rolls, he's around there. Yeah, he's in my row. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly where you are then, because I've sat, I've sat mm. next I'm to I'm on the end. I'm perfectly on the end, right in the end, so I can nip down for a wee if I ever need one. Lovely. Great stuff. Uh, JK will be enjoying some fine Chelsea hospitality, some roast swan, no doubt. <laughs> yes, yeah, some, some um, hedgehog on croot, I okay. think I'm looking for. Standards are slipping, I think, but there you go. Uh, yeah. Boys, it's been yeah, great to see you. It's been, uh, it's been crushed on the motorway, I think. <laughs> great great to see you both, as always. Right, you can follow the show on all the social media, at Chelsea Fancast, me at Stanford Chidge, Jonathan at Jonathan Kidd, and Dane at Wit nine so there we go uh been lovely to see all the mixler peeps thank you for turning up as you so wonderfully loyally do we really appreciate it thank you for listening see you on monday until then keep it blue keep it carefree and keep it shells up the the shells It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 